American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group Studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Ah, yes, indeed. Hour two of Armed American Radio begins right Right now on hundreds of radio stations across the nation. Great to have you with us. Knoxville, Tennessee, State College, Pennsylvania, Dayton, Ohio. Love you guys. Tampa, Florida, Seattle, Washington, all over the country. Love it. Oh, just love it. Love it. Love it. All of it brought to you by X Insurance. Every single day, six hour studios or six hour microphone fired up in the car firearms group studios for you. Let's get cracking here. Greg down in Dallas, Texas. How you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty good, man. Tell people where they can watch the show, if you would, as we get started in this hour. Sure, absolutely. Head on over to armedamericanradio.org. In that top right-hand corner, you're going to see three little hash marks. Just give those a click. When that window pops open, select that Watch Live option. If you're driving or doing something else, you'd rather listen, click that Listen Live option. When you see uh, that window pop open, there will be two subsequent links. One's going to be for the Monday through Friday Daily Defense Show, and the other is for this broadcast right here. The Sunday Monster Cast. Uh, possibly you've missed out on a previous episode. You want to get caught up? Well, we've got a podcast link right above Listen Live. Head over there and get caught up on anything you may have missed. And if you're a big fan of the show and you want to support some merch, we've got a shop link. Just head on down to the bottom of all of these links and pick you something nice up. Lastly, if you'd like to join our live chat, we've got one of those. Head on over to your app store. Grab the Telegram messaging app. Create get your it profile out. and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. I knew you'd get that out. Thanks, man. Yep. Are you guys warmer down there now? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, 59 and clear right now. Let's go to A.W.R. Hawkins, our good friend from Breitbart News. A.W.R. Hawkins, welcome in, my friend. Uh, Mr. Ryan Petty wanted me to tell you hello. He misses you, and I decided I would do that live for you. We just had him on in the last hour. A.W.R., how you doing, brother? I'm doing great, and uh, apparently I have an ambulance passing me, and I apologize. Hold on one second. Sure Out thing. of my fire. Out of my there fire. There we go. All right. All right, there we go. See? All right, now the ambulance oh, is gone. They move yeah. quick. Yeah. Well, you tell Ryan I said howdy. Uh, I'm going to get with him this week uh, for an, uh, to interview him for Breitbart. But what a great guy. So please pass on that I said hi, Ryan. You just did. I'm sure he's tuned in. So thanks for that. AWR, let's go to weed and guns. This is a fascinating development. This is a topic that I think you and I have discussed many times. District judge is a federal district judge in Oklahoma has found that gun ownership by marijuana users is unconstitutionally vague and in violation of the Due Process Clause, and unconstitutionally infringes upon this particular individual in this case, his fundamental right to possess a firearm in violation of the Second Amendment. It was a fairly strong ruling. This popped late in the day. I, I was able to, I haven't had the chance to read the whole thing, but let me start with this. This is why this is important, ladies and gentlemen. States around the country have begun decriminalizing marijuana, and you have a number of, of states that offer the medicinal marijuana cards, etc. 
However, I've made this very clear to you before that that is state law, not federal law. And federal marijuana is federal controlled by the feds. And if you look at the form 4473, and I'm going to read it to you right now, and then we'll get AWR's take on this because it's fascinating. Question or box number 21, G, are you an unlawful user of or addicted to marijuana or any depressant stimulant, narcotic drug, or any other controlled substance? Warning, the use or possession of marijuana remains unlawful under federal law, regardless of whether it has been legalized or decriminalized for medicinal or recreational purposes in the state where you reside. Ladies and gentlemen, if you answer no on that and you have a medicinal marijuana card or whatever the case may be, if you answer no to that, that's a federal perjury. If you answer yes, you ain't getting your gun. AWR, what does this ruling in Oklahoma mean? Well, what's going on here? What are, what are the ramifications for this as we go forward? This fascinates me. Yeah, I mean, it's a crack in the dam is what it amounts to. Uh, and, and I don't mean that to marginalize or minimize. But, you know, you've had the Ninth Circuit. The Ninth Circuit has upheld gun bans for marijuana usage. Uh, and I've covered that at Breitbart. So now you have this district judge, though. To my knowledge, this is the first case where a judge has visited this in light of Bruin, which right. was June 23rd, 2022. And if you read his opinion, and I read the whole thing, he uses Bruin chiefly, but he also uses Heller. And it's you look at this, and there are a lot of things. I don't think people realize how these cases build upon one another. But we had Heller in 2008. We had uh, 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 McDonald v. Chicago in 2010. And then, as we say, you had Bruin uh, in 2022. And if you follow the line from one case to the next and then to this case, uh, you would have seen this guy was going to decide this way because he looked at this. And you'll remember after Bruin, Clarence Thomas said, look, from now on, none of this jumping around, uh, two-step approach, blankety-blank. you got to go in there and show the tradition uh, in America, that the legal tradition supported this, that this is how our founders thought about the Second Amendment, so on and so on. And so this guy's going through there going, look, there's no there's no ruling we can or evidence we can point to that, you know, the founders would have supported uh, barring somebody from gun possession because uh, they use this or use that. You know, it just, it's very simplistic, but it's the kind of thing we would never have gotten, never. Had that Bruin ruling not come through, that was the trifecta. As I say, you have Heller, then you had Chicago, McDonald, now you have Bruin, the trifecta. And with those three together, uh, the pro-gun, the pro-gun test that gun control has to survive is brutal. It's brutal. Yeah, and I, you point out one of the quotes from, and I, and I read this part earlier, Wyrick, the judge, pointed out in his decision, the question here is thus whether stripping someone of their right to possess a firearm solely because they use marijuana is consistent with the nation's historical tradition of firearm regulation. That, ladies and gentlemen, is where Bruin comes in. The judge continued, if it is not, then 922 G3 cannot be constitutionally applied to Harrison, who was under indictment for marijuana use, no matter the reasonableness of the policy it embodies. Does that tail end of that statement is that the judge saying whether i like it or not 
I have to yeah, rule this way? Yeah, because he says that again toward the end. He actually toward the end uses the word should, which is ethical. Uh, in other words, when you deal with the word should, you're talking ethics, what somebody mm-hmm. ought to do. And he says that it's not up for question whether someone should seek to put laws in place to reduce this and that. And he, he doesn't criticize the government for doing it. But he says the bottom line is it's not constitutional. And I, I think the point he makes off Chicago McDonald that's important. In that ruling, the majority opinion is written by Sam Alito. And Justice Alito made the point that the key component of the Second Amendment, the key component of the Second Amendment is self-defense. And so when you think about that, you're, the Constitution is not protecting gun ownership for an offensive use. It's protecting gun ownership for a defensive use. And when you understand that, this decision is much easier to comprehend. You go, okay. Because what this guy is saying is just the fact that this individual used marijuana doesn't mean he doesn't have the right Boom. to preserve his life. Correct. And, that's and that argument, we could make that argument with any felony. And oh boy, that's that's a whole nother show. Is it not, though, AWR? Because that that's what nails it right there. Does someone who committed a crime not have a right to defend his life? Yeah, uh, this, yeah, this, this, this has, this is, this has far-reaching tentacles. It's going to be interesting. What's the next step here? Do you know well, what happens next? Well, if it can be, it can be appealed, and uh, but I don't know. Uh, I'll be on that this week, watching to see if it is appealed. But, but I think the thing, Mark, in my opinion, that's important here is people have to see this Bruin decision. Yeah. The left track. The left tried to act like, you know, oh, it's, just, uh, it's just another, you know, it's just a court. It's a right-wing court. Doing, no, this Bruin decision is crushing gun control. You look, what was it, the same day or the day before this ruling came down, the Fifth Circuit said, look, if you're, you know, the Fifth Circuit ruled against a gun ban for people who are the subjects of domestic violence orders. Okay, now stop right there. Stop right there. We're getting ready to take a break. That's where I'm going next. Ladies and gentlemen, these are two very powerful, powerful, powerful rulings with far reaching rabbit holes. And we're going to go down those rabbit holes with A.W.R. Hawkins. We'll explain what he was just talking about when we come back in the next segment. We'll be right back. Don't go away. You don't want to miss this. The Constitution says the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Did you know that Sig Sauer is all in for hunting? Introducing the Sig Sauer Cross Precision Bolt Action Rifle. Available in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. The Sig Cross Bolt Action Rifle was designed and built with the input of military snipers and elite hunters right here in America to meet the demands of hunters, precision long range shooters, and extreme backcountry hunting. Sig Sauer has your hunting needs covered with ammunition, optics, suppressors, and more. Hunt like a warrior today. Learn more. Visit SigSauer.com now. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. 
Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X Insurance, we provide custom liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure, to help prevent you from becoming a target, and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We do this in part by encouraging our law enforcement clients to take the X-Insurance See It, Say Something pledge. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing insurance policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. At X-Insurance, we believe in good police officers, and we believe in protecting good police officers. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but necked down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. The long-awaited six-hour P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG-like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at sixhour.com for the new P365 380. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show indeed. The Car Firearms Group studios are lit up for you. The Sig Sauer microphone is powered up. Powerful microphone powered up. Being heard on hundreds of radio stations across the nation. 14 years into this, all of this now today being brought to you today and every day by X Insurance. Don't forget to visit all of our partners at armedamericanradio.com. They make this show possible every single day. I'm talking with the great AWR Hawkins from Breitbart News, who just knew where I was getting ready to go in this segment. AWR, as I, as I pour through some more of this, 
I find this fascinating. Let me read from your piece. Ladies and gentlemen, you can read AWR's piece in its entirety. Fifth Circuit strikes requirement that subjects of domestic violence restraining orders forfeit guns. Now, this was a three-judge panel from the U.S. States, uh, from the United States Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit that issued a decision striking the requirement that subjects of domestic violence restraining orders give up their guns. Take a listen to what was written by Wilson in the majority opinion of this three-judge panel. He, Wilson, by the way, is a Trump appointee. He said, the question presented in this case is not whether prohibiting the possession of firearms by someone subject to a domestic violence restraining order, order is a laudable policy goal. The question is whether 18 U.S.C. 922 G8 a specific statute that does so is constitutional under the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution. Wilson went on to explain that the plaintiff, Zaki Rahimi, was indicted for possessing a firearm while the subject of a domestic violence restraining order. And what's fascinating, AWR, as you point out, was his conviction was upheld by the district court and a prior Fifth Circuit three-judge panel. However, following Bruin, The Fifth Circuit panel, quote, withdrew its opinion and requested supplemental briefing on the impact of that case on this one. After weighing the impact of Bruin, the Fifth Circuit decided to vacate his conviction. And here's what Wilson wrote. Considering the issue afresh, we conclude that Bruin requires us to reevaluate our Second Amendment jurisprudence and that under Bruin, this statute, 922G8, fails to pass constitutional muster. We therefore reverse the district court's ruling to the contrary and vacate Rahimi's conviction. I can't even begin to tell you how important Bruin is in light of what we're talking about here. AWR, take it away, because this ties together everything you just said in the previous segment. Right, right. And that statute you're talking about, I believe you said 18, uh, 922 G8 yes. for that particular statute. Well, and it's 18, 922 G3 for the marijuana statute that we that we spoke about in the previous segment. So, see, what that's I wanted people to hear that because – these things are all at risk for the left. Every aspect from G1 to G2, 3, 4, 5, all the way down, every sub-aspect of this uh, regulation or this statute is at danger because of Bruin. Because Bruin has stepped in. Basically what Bruin says is, look, you know, Heller said it's an individual right. It didn't, they didn't create a right. They just said that's what it is, individual right. And so Bruin is saying, look, as such, uh, you can't you can't pass these little laws or these little regulations and try to end uh, you know somebody's right to keep and bear arms, and so it is incredible. And again, as we were talking about yeah. in the first segment, people have to understand this is for defensive use because the Second Amendment's key component is self defense, and so these courts are coming in going, look, regardless of this order or that order, this person has a right to defend or preserve his life. And that is the starting block. Yeah, well, I want to go even a little bit deeper here. I I think people need to understand. Remember, AWR, these are three-judge panels. Now, in this particular case, this could be appealed to an en banc hearing in the appellate court. And if the en banc panel were to reverse this three-judge panel's reversal of the other three-judge panel and the Supreme Court got a hold of this, whose decision do you think they're going to look at? 
It's right. going to but be you know, this one here. Yeah, you know that. And this is why I probably shouldn't reveal this. I'm going to because I can't make a statement like that and not reveal it. But, yeah, I've got some accounts that I can follow blocked accounts with. So, like uh, Shannon Watts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, when I, I watch her cry her little eyes out. How can, how can the fifth circuit do this? <laughs> and, uh, you know. And what she doesn't understand is this is not about what's political. This is not about what's popular. That's what they can't get. It's not what it's not about any of that. What it's about is what's constitutional and what's constitutional is that the second amendment at its core protects my right to defend my life, to preserve my life. I speak to you right now. I'm behind a business in an alley. It's where I'm standing tonight because of an obligation we had, something we had to attend. I'm standing back here in the dark. I'm not worried about it because I've got a Sig Sauer 365 X macro on my hip. I can grab it in a, in a heartbeat. And I'm talking to you, and I know if I have to, I can defend my life. And that is what our founders intended. Uh, that's spot on. Now, let's talk about those political whims that you just mentioned. This is a great place to segue. I can't wait to get your opinion here when you found out, at the same time I did, actually, that two-thirds of California adults say controlling guns is more important than gun rights. It, unfortunately for them, our rights are not determined by political wins, which is what you just mentioned. Will Californians ever figure this out? Because that's exactly what Shannon Watts was, let's just say, nicely and FCC-compliant whining about, Correct. Correct. Well, here's the deal, though. You and I have talked a bunch privately. By, by, by privately, I mean, you know, we text and talk all the time. I don't worry about this. The Californians, I mean, you know, it's par for course. That's why I don't go to the state. I know you probably got listeners there. No no insult to them, but I don't, I don't go to the state unless I absolutely have to. You almost Agreed. have to duct tape behind my back and drag me there. All that being said... They, they have to abide by Supreme Court rulings like everybody else. And as you and I have said, or I'll say me, I won't even put it on you, when Clarence Thomas gets the chance, he's going to knock assault weapons bans and so much more gun control down that people are going to look back at Bruin and think Bruin was kindergarten stuff. What they're going to do when they get the chance is going to be absolutely incredible. And California, like everybody else, can take polls from now till the cows come home. But when they're done taking polls, they're going to have to shut up and let people own assault weapons and everything else. Because the guns that are commonly owned in any specific area are protected by the Second Amendment. The courts already made that clear, and they're going to apply that with an upcoming decision. You better believe it. A.W.R. Hawkins, thank you, man. We never have enough time to get into everything. But these two topics are absolutely vital because they are what the lower courts are, are now doing in light of the Bruin decision. We're watching this play out in real time, day after day. A.W.R. Hawkins, Breitbart News. I'll be speaking with you at the Arizona Citizens Defense League meeting in beautiful Phoenix at the state capitol in about 13 days. Can't wait. Thanks, A.W.R., for everything that you do. Make sure to check him out. A.W.R. Hawkins at Breitbart News. Read everything he writes. Guys, you get the truth, the real deal. We'll be back after this with Dr. John Lott. 
Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 425- Four five four seventy twelve. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's Legal heat.com promo code aar hello i'm mike lindell and i'm excited to announce my new product my slippers they took me over two years to develop because i didn't want just an ordinary slipper my slippers are meant to be worn all day long no matter what you're doing whether you're inside or outside my slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper it combines two layers of foam including my proprietary my pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from u.s soybeans my three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. 
segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Don't forget to use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Take advantage of that AAR promo code. Get all those great discounts over there from MyPillow. And when you use that AAR promo code, you let Mike know that you support him for supporting the right to bear arms, which he has done unequivocally for seven or eight years on this broadcast. And we thank him for that. It's incredibly important that we keep working with our partners. They keep this discussion alive on the airwaves. Now we're 14 years in, heading into 15 years in just a few months. So we appreciate all of them. Please visit armedamericanradio.com for a list of those partners. Of course, I'm in the Car Firearms Group studios with you today on the Sixth Hour Mic, all presented by X Insurance. If you are watching the video stream, you can thank Daniel Defense and Lead Slingers, all the rest of them, North American Arms, all of them. And you're going to be hearing from some, from some new ones coming up here. I'll get that out. Uh, coming up very, very soon. Crossbreed Holsters, another one, North American Arms. Make sure to visit them, heavensharvest.com, legalheat.com. Make sure to check them all out, crimeresearch.org. Dr. John Lott's wonderful organization, and we are now going to Dr. John Lott from crimeresearch.org. Please make sure to head over there and support him and his organization because they are the ones that give us so much information, the truth, ladies and gentlemen. And as you know, if you peruse any media, Getting to the truth is difficult. Dr. Lott, welcome to the program, my friend. A pleasure to have you here, as always. It's great to talk to you again, Mark. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you and I had a really good conversation this afternoon about Supreme Court and what the left is doing with all of these gun cases. And I kind of wanted to bring that to listeners because AWR and I just talked about the marijuana in the Fifth Circuit now. Uh, unconstitutional to deny somebody the right to bear arms. And then we, uh, that was in Oklahoma. Then we have a Fifth Circuit uh, reversal, domestic violence uh, indictment being a violation of, of stripping somebody, a violation of their Second Amendment rights, et cetera. And the left, John, going absolutely berserk across the country, particularly New York, New Jersey, and as we always expect, California, their strategy here. What are they trying to accomplish? Are they just throwing stuff at the wall to see what they get to stick because they know there's going to be challenges? Explain that to us. Well, I think what's happening is uh, they're playing a game that's based on time. That uh, you have uh, Clarence Thomas is 74. He'll be 76 at the beginning of the next presidential administration, 80 at the time that it ends. Uh, Alito uh, is 72 right now. He'll be 78 at the end of the next administration. Uh, Thomas has outlived uh, any of his relatives, uh, you know, his parents and stuff, by a significant amount already. And I think, uh, you know, it's only after uh, Amy Coney Barrett got uh, confirmed that you had enough votes to even grant cert for cases like the Bruin case there. And I think... Uh, you know, if Thomas goes and Alito goes, I mean, then you'll see a very liberal Supreme Court if uh, you don't have a Republican as president uh, in two years. And, you know, assuming that they both make it to that time. And I think it's just a delay game that they think it's going to take five or six years for many of these cases to eventually work their way through the district and then the uh, circuit courts. And uh, at that point, there is a, they probably believe that there is a good chance that they'll have uh, that they'll have control of the Supreme Court. Well, John, there's a theory out there. I, I tend to subscribe to this myself that Thomas, for example, is in no mood 
for playing games. But as you mentioned in our private conversation earlier today, they're letting the lower courts sift through the Bruin decision, hence their refusal to step in in New York again. They want the appellate courts to review these cases in light of the Bruin decision. Part of the theory that's out there floating around that I subscribe to, and I had a conversation with Mr. Gottlieb about this. Do you believe, I'm not, the Democrats think it might be five, six, seven, eight, ten years maybe. Do you believe it will take that long for some of these cases? Or is the Supreme Court itching to step back in in some of these large cases now? Maybe quicker than that. Well, you know, I, I can imagine that somebody like Thomas or Alito, who have strong views on this, would like to make decisions right. sooner rather than later. But the problem is this decision, this recent decision with regard to New York that uh, went to the Supreme Court wasn't unusual. I mean, the justices have a track record where they like to go and have cases argued out in the lower courts where evidentiary uh, information can be compiled and and you know you have a lot of information that you can go and look at uh, you know look at uh, how long it's taken the uh, bump stock cases to right. finally get to a case where now it could go to the Supreme Court I mean this was something that happened I guess like 2019 uh, maybe earlier and uh, you know um, and it still hasn't been agreed to by the Supreme Court but they had to wait until not only did you have the case being heard at lower courts, but that you had conflicting decisions. It was only recently when the Fifth Circuit, just very recently, uh, came out and said the bump stock was unconstitutional, that it was in conflict then with a couple other circuits that had said that the uh, bump stock was constitutional and that they were, you know, now it's possible that the Supreme Court will hear the case. So, I mean, four, five, or six years, I mean, four years would be very fast right. um, for, for something like that to be heard. And at that time, uh, Thomas would be like 78 or so. Yeah, it's the waiting game is real, ladies and gentlemen. There's no question about it. They're, the left, they're, they're working on a plan. They know what they're doing. That's why they're throwing this out there. That's why Gavin Newsom is doing what he's doing in California. It's as these lower courts work through. And, John, like everybody else, I want to see decisions quickly, too. We all do. But this is a long term game. It's not something that's going to happen overnight, even though we'd all like to see them step in and say, hey, no, we got to fix this problem. You're not the courts haven't even had time, right, to to sift through. Oh, yeah, no, they haven't had even initial arguments. I mean, they're. You've had some courts put uh, restraining orders, but, right. you know, you haven't had any hearings yet or anything. And, and some of the courts, uh, you know, the, uh, the I guess the Second Circuit, uh, which covers New York, uh, uh, refused to put a restraining order on the wide gun bans that uh, they have for the concealed carry. I mean, uh, the law in New York pretty much makes it impossible for you to carry virtually any place in the state. I mean, I guess... You could go and argue that the New Jersey uh, law there is even more draconian. Uh, you know, you're not allowed to carry uh, within a, in New Jersey within 100 feet of any uh, kind of business that may have multiple people in it. You know, any restaurant or retail yeah. store or, or a church or a school or, you know, you go and do the list. So 
So, I mean, if it's 100 feet, that means literally you're not going to be able to drive down the road, you know, in any town uh, there. You'll be able to basically just keep your concealed carry permit in uh, your front yard or something. And uh, so, you know, the Maryland uh, law that uh, is going to be having a hearing this week, I'm supposed to testify in Maryland on that, is just as draconian as the New York one. And, and just uh, this last week, um, Gavin Newsom uh, came out and endorsed a similar type of law right. in, uh, in, in California. You know, the irony is, you know, if you actually read Thomas's uh, decision there, um, he goes through, spends a lot of time on this. He says, look, you have to, you know, you look at the wording of the Second Amendment. Uh, it's, I think it's pretty clear. But he says, if you don't understand how it applies to a particular case, then you go and look at the debate. And if that doesn't clear it up, you go and look what was the common laws that were in place either in 1791 when the Second Amendment was uh, ratified or in um, 1868 when the 14th Amendment was. Right. And, you know, at that time, uh, you just don't see places where people were banned from having guns. Uh, you know, Thomas and his uh, decision said, you know, there are a few cases like courthouses uh, where there may be bans, but not the broad uh, yeah. bans that it, it, these states are trying to pass. Yeah, he also made the comment that many of these, while they were pointed out and actually were in place at the time, they were also outliers. When we come back, we're going to cover a real clear politics piece that Dr. Lott wrote, gun control laws backfiring in California. We'll be back with the great Dr. John Lott from CrimeResearch.org. Don't go away, please. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Did you know that Sig Sauer is all in for hunting? Introducing the Sig Sauer Cross Precision Bolt Action Rifle. Available in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. The Sig Cross Bolt Action Rifle was designed and built with the input of military snipers and elite hunters right here in America to meet the demands of hunters, precision long range shooters, and extreme backcountry hunting. Sig Sauer has your hunting needs covered with ammunition, optics, suppressors, and more. Hunt like a warrior today. Learn more. Visit SigSauer.com now. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. From Crossbreed Holsters comes the Women's Appendix. With softer leather and smoother corners, the Women's Appendix holster was designed specifically with the female body in mind. This holster is intended for popular small firearms and has no cant, so it can be worn on the front side of the body. Featuring a Crossbreed hand-molded pocket for a perfect fit, we ensure the Women's Appendix is your answer for any woman who wants to carry a small firearm in a front position. This versatile holster can be worn in the standard appendix or cross-draw fashion. Find your perfect fit today at CrossbreedHolsters.com. 
AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org, crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. segment of Armed American Radio is being sponsored by Crossbreed Holsters. Make sure to visit CrossbreedHolsters.com. Now let's get back to me. All right. Welcome back inside. Final segment, Armed American Radio's second hour in the Car Firearms Group Studios. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom here today and every day. And in this hour on the Six Hour Microphone, all brought to you by X Insurance. We're talking with Dr. John Lott, founder of CrimeResearch.org. Please make it a point to go there and support Dr. Lott and CrimeResearch.org. Five bucks, 50 bucks. I do the $50. You can make it every month like I do and support the organization that brings us this information and the man who does all this incredible work. Dr. John Lott, welcome back to the show, my friend. Thanks for having me on. All right, let's move over to the real clear politics piece. And I love this. I can't wait to get into the weeds with you on this. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, real clear politics, the commentary written by Dr. Lott, our guest, gun control laws backfiring in California. Take a listen to this. With the country's strictest gun control laws, California probably shouldn't hold itself out as a model for the rest of the country to follow. The periods after 2000, 2010, or 2020 show a consistent pattern. The per capita rate of mass public shootings in California is always greater than the rate for the rest of the country. The rate is also much higher than for Texas, which gun control groups give an F grade for its gun control laws. And, John, you go further into that. But at the same time, California's Newsom is trying to tell us that California has a lower per capita homicide rate than all of these pro-gun states. Where does this break down? Because we all know what Gavin Newsom is up to, and that's civilian disarmament. All right. 
Well, I mean, uh, the interesting thing is uh, Newsom claims that the reason for the drop in uh, in firearm deaths in uh, in California is due to uh, the assault weapons ban that went into effect in 1990 uh, in the state. The problem is when the assault weapons ban went into effect, the firearms murder rate, the murder rate, both went up. In fact, they went up a lot between uh, 1990 and 1993. They, they dropped starting in 1994. But the reason why they dropped was because California's three-strike law went into effect in March uh, 1994. And, uh, you know, you have to have some theory for if the gun control law is so important in lowering crime, why did it go up for the first four years that the law was in effect and then fall after that? uh, you know, I don't see any theory that Newsom or anybody else is offering for it. And, uh, but look, uh, you know, the, the big thing that's motivating the new laws that Newsom announced this week that he wants to go and push, creating all these gun-free zones in the state, uh, is supposedly because of these mass public shootings. To me, I look at it and I see that, you know, San Mateo County, uh, where one of the shootings occurs, had about uh, one adult permit holder for every two, 24,000 adults in the county. Uh, in Los Angeles County, they have one permit holder for every uh, 5,500 uh, adults in the county. You know, so you compare that to the rest of the country in the 43 states that have been right to carry states, you have about one permit for every nine people. Well, I mean, if you have one permit for every 5,500 or one permit for every 24,000 people, the likelihood that a criminal is going to run across somebody who's going to be able to protect themselves and others is is pretty tiny. Um, And what you find is that uh, when you're dealing with public cases, you look at something like the active shooting cases, uh, which, you know, are attacks that occur in public that are not parts of some other type of crime like a robbery or a gang fight over drug turf. Uh, they try to get at those things like a school shooting or a mall shooting where the whole point is just to go and shoot somebody else. But they include everything from one person being targeted and missed all the way up to a mass public shooting. And what you find is that over the eight years from 2014 to 2021, there were 360 of those active shooting cases, um, and and I would say once you remove gun-free zones from the list, you find that a little bit over half of those attacks were stopped by citizens who are legally carrying uh, concealed handguns. And so, you know, but they're not going to be in places where people are banned from having guns, uh, you know, and so they basically make it impossible an attractive place for these killers to go when they don't have to worry about somebody's going to be able to defend themselves. We've talked about this many times. Mm -hmm. Anybody who's read the diaries uh, will know that these killers want to kill as many people as possible because they know that will get them more media attention. And they know if they go to a place where victims are defenseless, they'll be able to go and kill more people. And the thing that upsets me the most, and I have mentioned that in the piece, is Time after time, these mass murderers in their diaries or manifestos will explain why they picked the target that they did, and they will say explicitly, like the 
Buffalo grocery store shooter last year that he wanted to pick a target where he knew his victims wouldn't have uh, permanent concealed handguns to be able to go and defend themselves because he knew it would make it easier for him to kill people. I don't know how to make it any clearer, ladies and gentlemen, than what you just heard. I'm going to try here when we go to school shootings, because, John, you point out in your piece, eloquently so, you, you literally, you, you, you just lay it right out. Let me read this. Take school shootings. 20 states with thousands of schools have armed teachers and staff. 20 states, ladies and gentlemen, with thousands of schools have armed teachers and staff. You don't know that, do you? There has not been one attack at any of these schools during school hours since at least 2000 where anyone has been killed or wounded. All the attacks where people have been killed or wounded occurred in schools where teachers and staff can't have guns. John, take that away. That's that's those numbers. They don't lie. Right. I mean, the number of schools in these different states varies a lot. I mean, you'll have some states like Utah and New Hampshire, where if a teacher has a a concealed handgun permit, they're automatically allowed to carry. Uh, You know, you'll have some other states where there will only be a dozen or 20 schools that may allow, because basically they leave it up to, uh, you know, the local school board or or the school superintendents to make those types of decisions. But, you know, uh, you wonder at some point, you see these statements, you see the data on this stuff. I, I don't know how much clearer uh, this type yeah, of thing can be, but it's just, um, uh, you know, you see things like the Aurora Batman movie theater shooter, or you see things like uh, the Nebraska uh, mall shooter or others where in Nebraska, uh, the, uh, Omaha, they had like uh, eight enclosed malls. Uh, the killer went to the only one that uh, posted signs banning permanent concealed handguns. And did wrote about that it. type of thing. Yeah. Aurora did the same thing. John, we're getting ready to end this hour. I can't thank you enough for being here. Ladies and gentlemen, read this piece over at Real Clear Politics. Please well, do yourself Well, you can find it at our website at, at crimeresearch.org. Maybe easier to find it there. Exactly. Find it there. Go to crimeresearch.org. Not only will you see this, you'll also see all of the other phenomenal work that Dr. Lott does. John, good luck testifying, and thank you for doing what you do. This particular piece you can find it at uh, crimeresearch.org, ladies and gentlemen, is gun control laws backfiring in California. And John lays out exactly why, and he does it honestly. Something you won't get from the other side, who couldn't care less about stopping crime, but merely pushing an anti-gun political agenda. We prove it day after day. John Lott, thank you for everything that you do. Ladies and gentlemen, support John in his amazing work at CrimeResearch.org. Coming up, a roundtable, a classic roundtable. Brad Primo, CEO of Lead Slingers, will be here. Justin Moon, CEO of Car Arms, will be here. Of course, we're in the Car Firearms Group studios. Lead Slingers and Daniel Defense are bringing you the video. And we've got an OG taking a seat at the table, David Kodria, longtime contributor. Going to be a great hour. Buckle in. We'll be back at six minutes after the hour with the roundtable. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network.
the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com.